They came from the dark, like a cruel echo from the past. Crazed creatures once again began to hound the dwarven denizens of Gondelgrim. But this time, the situation was more demonic in nature. From Dwergard traders, we heard stories of adventurers who escaped from the shackles of the drow, encountered several demon lords, defended the deep gnome city of Blingdenstone, and survived to tell the tale. It is in this moment of desperation that I, King Brunor, Battlehammer of the Dwarves of Gauntlegrim, reach out to these special individuals who have braved the demonically tainted Underdark once before. Rastos, the raging Minotaur Barbarian, wielder of flame. Jin, the Wood Elf Assassin, whom they call Laughing Death. Sir Loren, the Dwarven Cleric, bringer of moonlight. And Drew, the Drowish Ranger, or he who will not be seen, though there are troubling rumors that connect him directly to the demons. It is into these hands, known collectively as the Howling Dark, that I thrust my hopes that this invasion can be withstood, nay thwarted. Only they can lead a last excursion to send these unholy beings back into the abyss. So it has been several months since the Howling Dark were last um, united in the Underdark. And you all successfully escaped. You had your own individual escapades. However, they all ended um, similarly, including the newest member who joined with Rostos, uh, Calvin. You all received letters from King Brunor Battlehammer, who is the... um, esteemed king of Gauntlegrim. And again, when you all hear this name, Battlehammer, when you hear this name of this city, Gauntlegrim, all of you have heard this before. Um, Whether or not you believe it is a thing of legend or whether you believe it is a thing of um, history, that's on you. But it's a famous name, both of them. And so... All of you eventually travel to Gontelgrim. This is an impossible opportunity to turn down. Um, he called you each by name. He, he even made reference to your escapades in the Underdark. Caliban, he made reference to your prowess of, uh, in terms of understanding demonology and uh, devil worship and fiendish happenings, even though you are of the same ilk in terms of your blood. Um, the first one who arrives is actually going to be Sir Lauren. Sir Lauren, you are riding on your giant lizard mount. Uh, do you want to describe what your giant lizard mount looks like? It's kind of chameleon-like, but the color and the name of it. You're also riding with your two, uh, companions from the Bregan Dareth, Biggs and Wedge, um, are kind of escorting you there. <sighs> That's their names. Yes, it is. They're the best. Who, na- who names ever? Probably. <laughs> I uh, did. Elliot and Kratz named them. But it also, you're thinking it's a Star Wars reference. It's a Final Fantasy reference that you wouldn't get. Moving along. Star Wars well, is out before. Hey, Final Final hey, you just wouldn't get it. Clearly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't just get don't it. get it. Sure. Um, uh, so I imagine since this is a 
lizard in the dark. I imagine they're mostly, uh, you know, like you would see uh, cavern lizards, like kind of white, pasty white, uh, big black eyes. Um, man, uh, what color is the hair of creatures that live in like pitch black? Pitch Would they black. have hair? Uh, I mean, I was picturing a, a, like more of a chameleon uh, type of thing, but if you want it to have a mohawk, go for it, baby. <laughs> nah, no, nah, I think it'd have like a, a Back to the Future uh, scientist dude's hair. Or it's like just, kind of just crazy yeah, mad just scientist cra- yeah, hair like, outside. Yeah, Christopher like, Lloyd shit. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd hairstyle on top. Uh, sure. And I call it Hector. Hector. Yeah, so you're writing Hector, and um, you being a tra- stop me if I assume too much about your character, Sir Lauren, but uh, you've been a traitor for a long time. I don't know if you've moved at this pace through the Underdark, baby. You're scooting along. I don't think I've ever ridden on a lizard before <laughs> yeah. in my life. And boy, do they know how to get around the Underdark. Uh, you're going down tunnels that you've never seen before, because guess what? You're dealing with the Bragan Darth, and they know shit that you don't. Um, but they are showing it to you, and you are making a mental map of that. Sick. Go ahead and roll a survival check, and actually see how well you remember these passages, and if you can connect them to others. Survival, huh? All right. Eleven. Okay. Uh, you can get the general sense of where you're at, but you're amazed at the way that this cuts across your normal passages in this area. Um, you know you're going to Gontelgrim, uh, and you're going to arrive first, and you're going to arrive at the lower area of Gontelgrim. Um, the one that actually connects not directly to the Underdark. I mean, you're going for a while, a while. You all do have to stop and take camp several times. If you want to do anything in the meantime there, you can. Um, uh, again, not necessarily the same thing I did in my uh, solo thing. It'd be like kind of just memorizing all like the information where it's like, well, I just got called for this and he wants us to lead something, so I might as well have the most valuable knowledge, most valuable thing to have is knowledge. So yeah. just kind of going through Nico's old journal like reading through everything, make sure I have a case to plead, I guess. Totally. Like to present. Probably shooting the shit with uh, Biggs and... Can we get a Biggs and Wedge appearance really quickly? Boy, you all right over there, Lauren? Everything doing okay? Of course it is. Do you even know how to read? Uh, we'll uh, leave that to our higher-ups. Yeah. I read a book once. What was it called? Uh, book. I was really, Elliot, I was really hoping you were going to say, I read a book once and nearly killed me. <laughs> I thought that's where you're going with That'd that bit. Awesome. Like, surely he's going with there. <laughs> Anyways, um, you will have several stops, and eventually you make it to Gontelgrim, where you're, you're coming up the lower level, and it starts as just a mine track, uh, a mine cart track, and you're following it the ways up, and eventually opens up to this giant, when I say switchboard, I mean, we're in Chicago again. Yeah. Fucking, we see trains everywhere, and I feel like we almost take it for granted. But you guys have seen giant switch stations before, right? Yes. This yeah. is like the switch station of minecarts that kind of is the end all. We're talking from different levels, from different areas coming down. There is a circular platform of dirt where there are a Byzantine, st- like a Byzantine style of like tracks going around. They're moving around. The carts are moving by themselves propelled by, since you're a cleric, by magic. They're coming from uh, holes up above, from holes up below, uh, below. They're carrying different minerals, but you don't really see that many people. They're just moving by themselves. Every once in a while, you see a cart come by that is actually full of a couple dwarves, and they give you a strange look, but they know that if you're coming from that area, 
you know what the fuck you're doing. Um, how does Sir Lauren think about this? How very lazy of the above ground dwarves. They're not, you're not above ground. I know, I'm, but they are regular dwarves, yes, I see. Yes, but yes. they are, I, I would call so this So they're like, using magic to mine, they're lazy. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, but they are definitely above even middle dark or even yeah. upper dark. Yeah. They're like below the earth, so I guess if you right. want to call that, yeah. But so they're but you're crust, not crustaceans. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so they're regular dwarves, but they are in living in the earth. Okay. Yes, yes. Gonzalgrim, the city, is located below the crust of the earth, but it's not considered part of the underdark. Hence why Brunor reached out to you. Um they kind of are the first line of defense for those above um, in terms of threats from below, um, as you'll, you'll soon find out. Um, Sir Lauren, you make it through. Uh, you meet the uh, um, greeting company of, of dwarven guards, and they immediately take you to a um, very resplendent inn. And by resplendent, I mean it is like carved out of like perfectly hewn stone. I mean, we're talking about dwarves here, right? I have a picture pulled up on Roll20 if you want to check that out. Absolutely. Um, Ooh, what's pretty. the name of that city in Skyrim, the very dwarven city that people eventually took over? I hate to use that as a reference, but it's just so but perfectly But it is, it is actually visually appropriate. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The one it's, built into the mountains? Yes. It's yes. very square. It's very uh, uh, Markarth. Out. Mark, yeah. Markarth? Yes. Markarth. 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 Yeah, yes. thank you. So, I mean, just to use that as a visual reference for those of you who understand it, it looks a lot like that in terms of like there's a bunch of square sort of edges carved out from stone, triangles, geometrical sort of like shapes carved in there. Um, but everything you can tell is hewn from stone, different from the Underdark that is a lot more natural in its sort of um, construction from what you've seen, especially Sir Lauren from the Drow. They sort of embrace that natural stalagmite and stalactite build. The dwarves have asserted themselves into this underground dwelling. Well, the drow also love spiders and spiderwebs. Lots everything. of spiderwebs there. <laughs> There's, this is a little more minimalistic than that. They're a little bit more edgelord. <laughs> Absolutely. Good call. Um, you arrive there and you, uh, you arrive at an inn. You can have whatever you want to eat. They're treating you really, really well. And what they tell you is King Brunor will be with you soon as the rest of your party arrives. Okay? I have all the patience in the world. Question for the other three, and I'm talking to Rastos and Caliban, who are traveling together, and then Jin slash Juniper. I'm not sure how you want to be addressed right now. Um, we can get there. How are you all getting to Gonzalgrim? Because you all are up above in your more experienced world. Caliban and Jin in particular. Rastos, you're still sort of out of your element with Fargus. You're not in the desert, but you are in the Sword Coast. So... How are you all getting there? How are you traveling? What is it that you're doing? I think we hired a cart when we left the uh, last time. I think we hired a cart on the when we left. Yeah, and, and we're also traveling with. Uh, correct me, pronunciation. Is it Anika Black yep. Eye? Anika Black Eye is with you as well. Badass. But you know what she's to. doing? Sharpening her uh, crossbow bolts. You got it. She's sharpening her crossbow bolts. She's squall posing at every opportunity she's got. <laughs> oh, I love her. Total fucking edge lord again. <laughs> Half of her face is completely shock white. Half of her face is scarred over black. Um, and she is traveling with you all. Not the most talkative person in the world, but she agrees with your all's cause. Yeah, so we hired a cart, and Caliban's probably transcribing in his spellbook, but uh, that's how we're getting there. 
Juniper is hiring a carriage or any kind of coach that can take her. Cool. So you all both hired coaches and carriages. Um, and unfortunately, Gontelgrim is underground. They know Gontelgrim well enough. So eventually they lead you to a cave, but it is a cave with a sort of like nice gate put in front of it made of metal with markings across it. There are two dwarf guards uh, standing there and you know they, they see you all. I'm sure you show the letter to them mm-hmm. and they lead you down to the city of Gontelgrim. You all actually enter the main gates of Gontelgrim, which is a sight to behold. You think about, as you approach these, you think about the gates, those of you who saw it, the gates of um, Gracklestar. But these are way beyond that. You walk up to gates that are 50 feet tall and completely match the cavern where it is completely shut off. They are bronze in nature. Again, they have geometric straight lines across making dwarvish, ancient dwarving markings across the door. Very tall, bronze, a little bit aged. You can tell they're quite old, but they are huge. Is is it the one that looks like a dwarf face when it's all together? Yeah, so so if you look at it from afar, you can tell that it makes the shape of a nose, uh, a beard, braids coming down from the beard, a mouth, and then two eyes high up above. And as you all are approaching, before you can even think about how you might enter, the gates open. Um, the people who are assisting you along the way, they'll take the leave, their leave here, but you enter into Gontelgrim proper. Now you all are up above, so you enter into the city gates. And the city gates immediately, not entirely unlike Sir Lauren, you see mine tracks going in different directions, right? That's sort of the common thing here. And I do have a map pulled up for you all. Listeners, I will post everything that I am sort of describing visually as well, just in case you want to use it. I stole some of it from Elven Tower and some of it from other places, but I'll, I'll share everything. Um, and you can tell that people are, are freely walking. Dwarves are walking in, in uh, d- different directions uh, down these minecarts uh, shafts, but they're also moving along their own volition, propelled by magic. Um, as you all get in there, a guard brings you to the nearest inn, which is the same inn that Sir Lorne is staying at. And as you enter, Sir Lorne, are you partaking in anything at the inn or? Oh yeah, probably drinking. Okay. At the bar drinking. Guess what everything is made of in Gontelgrim, by the way? Stone. It's made of stone. Everything is made of stone. The ceilings are a little bit low. Rostos, you might be a little bit uncomfortable here, but hey, you know, you've been in worse situations. Um, And they are serving you all beer. They're serving you whatever you want, and you all are reunited together at last. Am I, am I walking in with Jin? Yep. Jin arrived not long after you. So I'm the last one there. Jin arrived after you. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm... <laughs> Walk in. See you sitting there. Like... Oh, bull man, you haven't died. It's great to see you again. Not yet. Uh, I've been searching on the surface, but uh, I found some help here in this wizard and this... Uh, this woman here, who's apparently also dealt with demons. 
This is Annika and Calabim Caliban. Hello. It is a pleasure to meet you. Caliban Candela. Certainly rare that I meet horn folk like you. Well, I'm glad to have met you. Rostov speaks quite highly of you. I hope you are ready for what you're about to embark on. Ready? I do not know, but prepared, yes. And what does Caliban look like right now? Um, he's a lavender-skinned tiefling. He stands probably over six feet tall, very thin. He wears wizard robes of faded navy with faded gold at the neckline and wrists. Long, angular facial features, hair of a deeper purple than his skin. Um, he wears it straight into his shoulders. Black horns protrude from the head, slowly curving, uh, kind of tightly to a point. Probably only, you know, eight or nine inch long horns. Oh, it's a modest yeah, nine a couple, inches. Two, three, eight, nine. The eyes are as black as his horns, uh, without any other color, no pupils, no anything else. Uh, they look through half-moon spectacles that rest on his crooked nose. The wiring of the uh, glasses um, kind of goes to his horns, and it wraps wraps around his horns to the point, holding them in place. Around his torso, a leather bandolier of sorts that connects to it with the belt, both holding pouches containing his spell slot components, or his spell casting components. Under his arm is a worn leather tome holding his spells and magical knowledge. And a knapsack over his shoulder holds himself with an aura of contentment and a wry smile. Mm. Wait, wait. He sort of so, looks like Snape. So the glasses are actually on his horns rather than his ears? Yes. Oh, that's fucking sweet. TJ, not every character has to be a reference to Harry Potter, Star Wars, or Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. I'd imagine a blue-haired Snape. Yeah, I mean, everything I just read. He's got purple I, hair. Yeah. Blue blue skin. No, more purple blue skin. There's purple skin and dark purple. Oh, okay. Your ability to listen is incredibly bad. Uh, go ahead and drop your uh, passive perception down to five points. Um, so lose a, a one on all my stuff? I'm, no, I'm joking, oh. dude. Man. That he listens to. Yeah. Oh, oh, this affects my character. Now I'm paying attention. Well, um, drop it down. Okay, so you see this, and then uh, Anika uh, Black Eye is there as well. Um, she also. What does she look like? For, uh, for yeah, my own. Uh, so, yeah, she is a uh, wearing, okay, a like Quaker type of outfit, like yeah, witch I, hunter. Yeah, I, I gotcha. Okay. Type of outfit. Almost pilgrim esque, but you know. Scarlet Letter era, fucking burn Yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. uh, she's wearing that. She has long blonde hair. Um, half of her face is stark white. The other half is like scarred black. Um, and she just says, hello. A pleasure to meet you as well. I'm glad you've joined the cause, but I hope you, again, know the ramifications of what you've decided to do. And she'll say, huh, and then turn away. She's, she's apparently really good at hunting demons, so. Well, that's certainly what we need. Yes. I've killed more than you've seen, guaranteed. She keeps talking like this, uh, you know. Has she ever seen any? Have you ever seen any of the big ones? What are the big ones? She hasn't. You would know if you saw the big ones. Then I can't wait to add to my trophy collection. Nice find. Pretty good. <laughs> you should have. You should have seen the clerics I found. They were just partying the whole time. As I'm drinking a beer? No, no, no. Oh, different, yeah. different. <laughs> different, different than the that. The friars are known to 
partied a bit harder. They were rolling on the ground at our meeting. I came to meet them. They were rolling around, drinking, There were laughing. many, many of them, though. Priests of the Silver Flame. Would I know that? Yo, totally. We met the leader, Father Fedrick. Uh, Rostos. They're, they're a good sort. Rostos' temperament has been an issue. Have you ever had a drink with them? No, I almost smashed his face in the ground for not listening to me. (laughs) Ah. Yes. uh, That's alarming. I don't know. Just whenever somebody doesn't agree with me, I feel like I should smash them into the ground. (laughs) I just want to pound their tiny skulls into dust. You can't help it. I don't know. Something has come over me. Uh, We've been working on it on the road, but to no avail. I was kind of drinking the stein in front of me, just like, kind of wide-eyed, like, okay, something happened up there. Around this time, Jin slash Juniper, I, I'll let you decide that, you uh, walk into the inn as well, led by the dwarven escort oh. right here. Hello. Oh, greetings, Jin. Welcome back to... Somewhere I didn't think any of either of you would come back to. We go with that Juniper now. Jin, how are you doing? It is Juniper. What do you mean? We are doing well. Huh? <laughs> Pissed out in the woods for a little while. Sure, that happens. A couple weeks. What? <laughs> then I went to Yatar. We went to Yatar and it was a good time. We found out who tried to sell us off to that prison. What do you mean? What are you talking about? What I was doing. Yeah, what do you mean sell you off to a prison? You know, and I told you a long time ago when we met in the prison, that somebody probably sold me out. It got me whacked. I, I don't remember much. I'm sorry. I get hit in the head a lot. It's really convenient that TJ's character <laughs> also has a bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> then don't worry about it. We decided to deal with them appropriately. You keep saying we. What do you mean? We. Uh, Is that, uh... I think I heard an... Oh. Juniper. What? uh, And Jin, uh... Jin is just... Jin is still here. But Jin is uh, not in charge anymore. Well, uh... I'm gonna look at Farkas. And I look at him, uh... Sort of confused, like... What is happening? Rastos, I've learned, being in the artist community, that when people sort of just change their persona every once in a while, if you want to explore a new avenue, that's fine. Who are we to judge? This is Juniper now. All right, so call you Juniper. Yes. Can you still make red things with your hands? And it's a little bit bigger than it was before. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. Much bigger. All right, uh... Good enough for me, Juniper. It's going to take you some time, I understand. As you know, we traveled. It was a long time ago. Oh. I've had to tell the story so many times I called you Jin. It's fine. I'll go take a seat next to uh, Rastos. Well, uh, I guess I started drinking on the surface, trying to. Uh, I might go get some if they have it, mead or wine. Around the time you go up to order some mead, um, another messenger, another dwarven messenger shows up and he's gonna say, Oi, the lot of you, you've been invited to a very special place. King Brunor Battlehammer 
wishes to speak it with you. We leave now. That's the guy from the letter I got. Obviously, yes. That's why we're all here. I should mention, I'm sorry, Sir Lauren, Biggs and Wedge have left and gone back to Menzo Baranzen. Oh. Uh, (laughs) We're not going to make Kratz and Elliot play two (laughs) characters at the same time. My sweet bugbear friends. Yeah. I was really hoping they would. (laughs) No. Maybe they'll make an appearance. We'll see. Uh, Not this time. Maybe in the future. Um, And you all are brought to a... uh, They lead you over to a a really unassuming building. It's... um, Located not far from, if you, again, look at the map um, provided, uh, they're taking you downwards, um, walking through the cart paths. You're not getting onto a cart, and you actually go down a uh, hole to the side um, that is not very assuming. They lead you down there, and eventually you arrive in a room that looks more like a bunker. It's clearly like a secret meeting room. Uh, Do you have a question? No, I was just gonna say at, at some point Caliban would introduce himself to uh, Juniper on the walk on the walk there. Sure, yeah, sorry. yeah, absolutely do that. I'm sorry. Mm. Uh, Juniper, Caliban, pleasure. And how do they know you? Uh, I've never met, but recently come into the company of Rostos on his journey to find people of ilk to go on this. Is that what he was supposed to do? Did he do well? Uh, he was not happy with his um, return, but he got two able bodies. He was hoping for much more. It is more than what we expected. But Juniper is your name? Yes, it is Juniper. Well, Caliban, it's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. If anyone calls me Jin, correct him. No, you don't like to go be called by Jin. Not currently, no. Very well. Seems straightforward. So you are now in charge of Rastos, correct? I very hard to control that one I've seen. But you I'm, are now in charge of Rastos. Hey, Jin, look at all these cars over here. I've been trying to steer him in the right direction, and uh, it's been a failure of mine these past several ten days. It is, it is fine. He is, means well, and uh, if you have ever seen him with his giant axe uh, swing at that stuff, you will probably know what he's useful at. Powerful, very strong. But clearly bullish and boorish. It probably likes you because you have horns, too. Well, good luck in the uh, next audience chamber. It should be tense, I'm sure. You're not coming in with us. I will be, but I'm nervous. Good luck to you, too. Nice to meet you, Juniper. Nice to meet you, Caliban. Yes. You all arrive in a small bunker with a very, very unassuming gray slab. Very, very drab. And it sort of looks like, if I could think of like a better example, like a like a presidential like bomb, like war room. You know what I mean? Where it's like very like undecorated. It's like clearly there for emergency only. It's circular? Uh, no, it's just like straight rectangular, straight back probably about 50 feet long. And at the other side, not wearing a crown, only wearing standard dwarven clothing that seems to comfortably fit him with a cape that is red, as you see a red bearded dwarf sitting in a larger chair than the other chairs that are presented at this table. Again, it's more of a war room type of situation, so it's not all that impressive um, in terms of its decor. 
And as the dwarven guards lead you in there, they immediately kneel as they let you through. And they nod at you to approach um, the king. Thank you. And as you all approach, the king, Brunor Battlehammer, he's going to say, Greetings, friends. I have summoned here, you're here for a purpose. It's a pleasure to see all of you that you have accepted my invitation. Yes, uh, hello, King Bruno Battlehammer. We, uh, I received your letter. I was surprised you had heard about us, or even me. I heard much I have. You've done much in the Underdark, and uh, that is what we need to talk about. Please have a seat. Do as we're bid. Yeah, take a seat. Mm. Are these chairs also made of stone? Yep. <laughs> They're not comfy. Unless you're a dwarf. Uh, Sir Lauren, do you find them comfy? Yeah. Just meld my ass cheeks into them, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I've mind to know about the rumblings and rumors about goings-ons in the depth outside of my city. If you relate to me what you want to know, we can talk about what you might want to do next. I have ideas myself. Well... If I may, I was looking for clerics and wizards to uh, sort of destroy the demons that are arising from the Underdark, but... See, Rostos, now we're asking... I'm asking you a different question than you're answering. Oh. I know what you've been up to on the surface. I want to know what you saw below. Oh, uh, well, my friend Fargus here has a song about that. Uh, I don't like to recount it very much because uh, it sort of makes my brain hurt. Frog is going to be shaking his head. You not don't in front of the king. No. no. But your voice is so beautiful, I'm though. Of the king, I'm not prepared to sing in front of the king. You gotta let me know about this shit. You can't just ask me to sing in front of the king. Come on, you can do it, friend. No, I will not. Abril. I will not do it. Listen, sire. There is much to be done underground. He's reaching over and kind of like pulling on one of his braids and like listening to you intently, Sir Lorne, who you are a Dwergar and he's a dwarf. So it's an interesting sort of. I'm not happy about this. They don't like each other? You can see the look on they my face. They have a history. Not it's not that they don't like. It's not there's like a, a dislike immediately, but there is like a history there. It's not that. I don't think that. King Brunor Battlehammer is an understanding dude. He's not, he wouldn't have invited you if he hated you immediately. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, yeah, it's just like kind of like a long standing, I don't want to say racism because they're dwarves, but it's like, a, it's like a. I would say it's more of an ideological divide. Yeah. 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 There we go. Uh, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not happy about this, but um, across the entire Underdark cities. People have fallen relentlessly. Grakostar, essentially under the control of a demon lord himself. 
You tell me the grackle stock has fallen. Oh, it, 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 uh, it's definitely under rule by... I know who, actually. Do not say the name here. Well, but it's a demon, just so you know. I believe it's the one with the symbol on this book. Now hold up Nico's journal. Yo, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's his symbol, all right. Not only that, but the mushroom folk. You speak of Neverlight Grove? Indeed I do. And that, according to this journal, is not... It's essentially the end of those species as well. You mean to tell me that most of the major settlements in the Underdark seem to have fallen under some sort of influence of a demon lord? Yes. Oh, Half yeah. of Neverlight Grove is currently trying to summon Zuckmoy. The great Lady Cedar of the Mykonid, the Lady of Decay, a demon lord. Half of them still survive. Basidia has led, apparently, what he could. Sir Lorne, if I may interrupt you, spare me the details. You knew Basidia. I know it all from this journal. Oh, yeah. We were there for that. Uh, It was terrible. Everything (laughs) that you're telling me. It's confirmed by what I've heard from your Dwergar trader friends, Sir Lorne. Well, you haven't heard about the worst one. Spare me. For now, let me tell you why I invited you here. I believe that this is an existential threat. This is a problem that uh, is going to eventually consume all of us in what I call the North. Gauntlegrim. Faerun. Sword Coast, Waterdeep, Neverwinter, eventually maybe even the north beyond the north. I've told the alleys you you met tonight what you told me so far, the guards outside. However, there are more allies that I want you to meet. Well, potential allies, I suppose. Are they from the Underdark, too? No. Though some of them have important connections to the Underdark. I invited him here to learn what is happening, to share what we know, and to get their backing. That's why I brought you here. You're our best probes into the Underdark right now. I've invited five factions. We'll have a dinner with them tomorrow. During that dinner, I'm asking you to go try to convince each representative of that faction that you can do something. Most of them don't believe me that this threat is serious. I expect you to change that. I've got great respect for what you've done. But, uh... I can't say the same for them. What makes you believe us? I've heard stories. He's going to look at Sir Lauren. I trust a dwarf. When I hear a story from a dwarf, I know that story is true. <coughs> King, King Bruno, I, I don't mean to speak out of turn. I 
the audience that you've granted me is a great honor. Um, I've never been to the Underdark. I merely follow one that you've addressed. But at this dinner tomorrow, there will be five factions. Do you value any particular one above the other if we had to concentrate our efforts? Caliban, in no way do you speak out of turn. You are invited here because of your intelligence, your intellect, into this sort of matter. You might not have been in the Underdark before, but you can provide this party with a great boon. Thank you. Let me answer a couple of your questions with one answer. My hopeful plan is for you to lead an expedition to a place called Mantle Dareth. Have you heard of such a place before? I have not, and I look to the other members of the party. Yes, it's a place I dare not go to. We have heard of it. We just kind of skipped it along the way. They are who enslaved us. That's not right. Well, <coughs> the people from there did. That's Menza Berend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, Excuse Rust. Mental Dareth is not ran by the drow. Uh, you speak of Menzo Baranzan. I would not send you there. Some some M name, yes. They will start with M's. It's okay. It's okay, Rastos. Men Mental Dareth. Menzo Dareth. Men no. King Brunor, if you would, please. Mental Dareth is a trading post. In the Underdark. And what we need more than anything else is information of what's happening. Uh, madness has been running through Gontelgrim. Strange creatures have been attacking us. And trust me, I've seen strangeness in my day. This is different. I believe that you need to find a library called Graven Hollow. This library, looking at the reactions on your faces, is not easily found in the Underdark, unless it wants to be found. There is a contact in Mantle Dareth, who knows the location of Graven Hollow. He can either show you the location, or provide you a path there, I'm not really sure. You've been to the Underdark. I've been there a couple, several times, but I've not experienced what you have. Yes, yes. Uh, the, the, the contact, yes. Caliban is frothing at the mouth at the idea of the library of Graven Hollow. Graven Hollow is like none other library you've seen before. I've never even heard of the word. You all have heard of Graven Hollow. Society <coughs> of Brilliance, this place? Huh? Is that the Society of Brilliance's Yes, place they've mentioned it to you. So TJ's 0 for 2. <laughs> Library I've never heard of. At Mantle Dareth, there's an agent of the Zentarum named Gazram Dulok. Again, Gazram Dulok. Here's the problem. Mantle Dareth is ran by the Zentarum. Zentarum are difficult to deal with. 
one of the factions here tonight. And to answer your question in long form, Caliban, I, if you had to make a good deal with one faction, it would be them. I've never been to Mental Earth. <coughs> I've fought many a battle in the Underdark, but that was long ago, and I'm the king here. We need their help, but that is not to sell short the Lord's Alliance. The Harpers. The Order of the Gauntlet. And the Emerald Enclave. All of whom are represented by an important member tonight. And tomorrow. You rest well tonight. Tomorrow, we will feast. Again, I appreciate you coming. Here's my deal. Here's my offer to you. You find out what's happening down below. You help save my city and my people. I'll do for you what I can. What is it that you would ask of me, King Brunor Battlehammer of Gauntlegrim? Warriors, fighters. If you were to succeed, what would you want as a reward? I cannot offer you any other resources Freedom. Uh, oh. Okay, you'll, yeah, yeah, I will not enslave you, Rostos. What no. would you want as a reward if you were to defeat this demonic threat in the Underdark? Besides freedom. I promise I won't enslave you. Sorry, I've been a slave my whole life. I just want to be free. We have a leg some better armor, and maybe diplomatic immunity for any crimes that we might commit in the future. Oh. <laughs> I love Juniper. <laughs> yes. I think you all aren't really understanding what I'm offering you. Do you want property? Do you want gold? Do you want... something beyond your wildest dreams? What can we offer you? A hundred gold apiece, I bet. <laughs> Rastos, he's asking not what we want now, but if we were to return successful. Yes, about a hundred gold, enough to live a good life. <laughs> Rastos, do you understand the platinum to gold conversion rate? That we all received a hundred platinum for saving a city. Uh, then uh, two hundred platinum apiece. So, your motivation is gold? Freedom, but I I figured that comes with money. Maybe this isn't (laughs) the time to ask you all this question. (laughs) Know this. I'm not sure what you know about Gauntlegrim, but below the city rests the Great Forge. Do any of you all know the Great Forge? You all can all roll a history check. 24. Nope. That makes a lot of sense, actually, Sir Lauren. You would know this about Gontelgrim. 18. Uh, The Great Forge is a forge at the bottom layer of Gontelgrim. What they use as fire is literally an entrapped primordial spirit. What? And so everything you were to craft in the Great Forge has insane magical properties. 
that are singular in their, you know, ability. I don't want to be fucking hyperbolic, but like, can you repeat that just for prosperity's sake? That <laughs> sounds sure. fucking nuts. For sure, yeah. They long ago, and we'll we'll just chalk this up to uh, Sir Lauren's memory with the twenty-four. That's high enough, and you're also dwarven in nature. Gontelgrim's an ancient city, and you've spent some time here, a day or so. Uh, it's actually not that populated. It looks basically like it would be a further along version of Blingdenstone, meaning that it's been reclaimed several decades ago, but it's still repopulating. It's still regaining its former glory. However, for centuries and centuries, uh, they were really founded upon the Great Forge that uses a beast of primordial fire as its flame. Now, due to the demonic presence and the phaseris and the infection of everything going on in the Underdark that is slowly creeping up, and that's why King Battlehammer has summoned you here. He's offering you items from the Great Forge, which will be, again, singular in nature, or property in Gontelgrim. Gold or property above. Uh, you name the price. He's offering you. Behind my shield, I will move my hand over a piece of copper wire and I'll cast sending to him. And I'll to say, King Battlehammer. Yes. And I'll say, I wish to speak to you of my reward in private. He can respond in his head, right? Mm-hmm. So what, when you say that, you've probably done this to other people who are surprised or whatever. He knows immediately what you're doing. This guy's like... I'm maintaining like strict eye contact. Sure, I know, but I'm just saying he's not surprised by hearing a voice in his head. He just says, I. The rest of you sleep on it. Tomorrow we meet. We'll have brunch. A lovely brunch. And then you will meet the other factions. And you'll plead your case. For they are skeptical and cynical. Northerners and upper dwellers tend to be that way. Thank you, King Bruno. We are humbled by your attendance. No, I am. For you remind me of old friends. Maybe a past life of some sort. Do you have a a radio show out here? Ran by a a Howlin' Howie? I don't know where he was from, but uh, he was a dwarf. No. Ah, my apologies. Uh, He was an old friend. It's how I got my axe. I've got to get going. But enjoy your stay here at Gontelgrim and let me know if you need anything. I'll be seeing you tomorrow. A moment, if you please. I'll show you what's in this book very quickly so that you know what's happening. I'll show you the pages to read through. I highly recommend you read through them. The rest of you, if you don't mind heading back to the inn... Of course. Sure. Uh, guards will stay in the room. The rest of you head back to the end. Sir Lauren and King Battlehammer will stay there and have a conversation. And this is gonna. This conversation is gonna go on in Dwarvish now. Yes. Uh, not under common, not in common, but in Dwarvish, uh, which you know, there's gonna be a different accent. Absolutely. I, uh, I think, which I, I think is really cool. There's gonna be an underdark <laughs> accent, yeah. the the Dwergar accent, and then the more 
Upper Dark, um, well not Upper Dark, Gontogram accent from King Battle Hammer. Um, what is that you want to show me, lad? First, I wasn't even lying about the book. I highly recommend you read this, and I'll hand it to him. However, it's going to take my, me a, a while to go over. It's a lot to handle. There's certain words in there that are scratched out. Do not try to read them. I, I will not personally read them. I'll give them to uh, Gus over here. <laughs> As for my reward, I would like a foothold for the Durgar to move back above ground. As one of the few remaining of Grekostar, I take full responsibility in this. I do my king's will. When you say, when you say above, you mean above ground? Yes. I am bringing the light to those who'd live down here so that me, they may walk again on top where we all used to live. Sir Lorne, you know I have respect for you. I don't hold much sway above. I hold sway in Gontelgrim. But I, I could put in a good word for you. Gontogrim is still a step closer than Grekostar to the surface. I, I will talk to uh, some of the members of the Lord's Alliance from, from Waterdeep. I'm glad you will speak with them because I do not have such a good relation. Sir Lorne, if, uh, if this doesn't work out for you, could I give you property in Galtagrim? Or maybe, better yet, an area adjacent to this city. It's close to the above. I would be happy with that as well. That's more in my ability, but I will try. No dwarven handshake him. Yeah, we dwarven handshake. What's that look like? You yeah, said the firm. Oh, the class. Yeah, yeah, the, the wrist class. The amount of times we reference. Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger in... in well, no, this is different. This yeah, is the wrist clasp. This is going kiss for the forearm. the crit 20 yeah. hand explosion. Do you kiss at the end or rub your beards together? <laughs> All right, I'm, no. I'm definitely projecting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you'll make that deal. You all go have a good night and your bed's made of, uh, made of stone, but because you all are... Um, not of dwarven nature, except for Sir Lorne, you get some soft beds. <laughs> I just meld in the stone. Uh-huh. Yeah, you love the, the rock floor. Um, the next day, we will begin the grand feast and meeting at Gonzalgrim. Grimm.